0: everyone welcome to another episode of straight talking english season six episode two i am your host catherine sdr8talking english on twitter straighttalkingenglish.co.uk if you put a forward slash and a books on there you can buy the books that go along with each series the inspector calls one is not out yet are so if you're enjoying the podcasting you may well want to pick one up they're all on amazon if you search up the full context if you really really like what i'm doing you might want to put a forward slash and support you can drop me a donation or become a patreon any kind of help is greatly greatly appreciated i hope you enjoyed my episode on the edwardians last week it was an absolute pleasure to record today's might be a little bit smaller but this is a point that bears explaining in detail the whole straight talk english projects i'm sure as i've told you before comes out of my frustration a couple of years ago at being given essays again and again and again that just said things that were so reductive as to be false the classic example was mr hyde is presented as scary through the line ape like fury because apes are scary and it's like yeah but not really like yeah but no and the equivalent for any spectacles is Priestley's socialist views or because Priestley's a socialist and yes yes there is socialism in this play yes he is a socialist but you actually have to need to know what that means so today I'm going to sit down with you and I'm going to explain to you economic system. (laughs) in this world in the most basic terms that I conceivably can because this is actually a really difficult topic there are a lot of other podcasts out there that probably do a better job than me but hopefully this will give you a quick primer my example for today is that I work in a cake shop let's pretend for a second I work in a cake shop so i am lactose intolerant and i would stab a fool to be honest at any point in my life for a a chocolate eclair god i love a chocolate eclair so this would actually be my dream job at the moment making cream cakes and getting to eat them our current economic system that we have in england today is called capitalism private individuals or a business own goods and services So, I'm working in this cake shop, someone else owns the business name, owns the equipment, and maybe a third person owns the property the shop is situated in, maybe like a landlord. The prices for the goods and services are set by supply and demand in the general market. So, if a lot of people are coming in buying flapjacks maybe we want to raise the price of those to get more profit if nobody wants blueberry muffins we're gonna drop the price to try and get more people to buy them the workforce who produce goods and services under capitalism don't owe the goods and services they produce i can't say i made these cakes they're mine instead you're employed by a business or an individual and you are paid a wage This is capitalism, which we have in the UK. Now, Mr. Burling is a capitalist in both the philosophical sense that he believes it's his duty to keep costs low, but also in a functional, everyday sense. He owns a business, he pays his workers a wage, and he keeps their goods and services to resell at the other end of the economic spectrum is communism this theory says that all property should be owned by the ordinary people or via their representatives in the government so if we vote someone into power they are acting on our behalf each person contributes and receives their share of goods or services depending on their need or ability. So I'm working in my cake shop, except this time it's owned by the government. I may not be paid a wage, but I'm given the goods or services that I need for my daily life through my labour. Someone might come in with a ration ticket saying, oh, this is worth one cake. I'll give it to them. And maybe someone else will have the need for five cakes and then i'll give it to them sounds gorgeous and perfect right we all get what we need we all contribute we we just live in a really happy utopia how ever real life situations specifically we're thinking like the ussr um as with russia now after the breakup of the uh ussr in 89 it means that the government will decide the price of goods and ration them out so for me in my cake shop that would mean okay all cakes are one pound and everyone is entitled to two of them. Well, if it costs me £5 worth of ingredients to make that cake, like it doesn't matter. The government have decided that. If someone wants more cake or less cake, they, they are entitled to two. And that's all there is to it. This also doesn't necessarily result in better living conditions i have actually started researching the second half of this season which is going to be on animal farm and believe me not better living conditions just because the government is in control of everything and there is no private wage or private ownership doesn't mean it's better off for people just because in theory we all own a share of everything it doesn't mean we have that much power so that's communism and what we have now is capitalism socialism sits in the middle of those two as kind of a middle option it's not entirely regulated by the market people can't just start up a business and be like right this is going to be expensive this is going to be cheap i'm going to pay my workers this whatever the community as a whole regulates production and distribution of goods everyone in that case will get a fair share of whatever goods are produced not like under capitalism someone could swoop swoop in and buy all of my cakes on the spot and leave everyone else hungry or communism where everyone is given an allocated piece whether like they want to use it all or not the community distributes everything this is also somewhat regulated as well by the t2 ensure there's no exploitation to ensure that if someone did come in swoop in pay all the take all the cakes if someone was paying me the cake shop worker 10p an hour the community would regulate that to make sure it wouldn't happen equality is achieved through basically looking after each other for looking out to make for everyone and making sure that we all get a fair share there's no exploitative practices. We all have a vested interest in goods and services, but we're not taking away from anyone so some people might argue that what we have now is not pure capitalism and that's true so there's a lot of rules after the gfc the financial crash about what banks can and can't do what would be an unfair practice for banks to do just look at wolf of wall street right that movie what he was doing now would be super illegal we also have things like the minimum wage to make sure that people aren't exploited and paid below 5p an hour. In the UK as well, we have the NHS, where medicine is provided free or via our taxes rather than it being regulated by the market, rather than there being supply and demand prices for healthcare. So you could argue that actually, while in the UK we do have pure capitalism, it has a lot of features. Of socialism included. Within it. Lots of people on various ends of the political spectrum would argue whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. And I'm trying to phrase this as neutrally as possible. But someone who would dislike communism a great deal and would be very cross if he was called a communist would be John Boynton Priestley, aka Jack Priestley, aka Jackie P JB Priestley. He did not like labels he's one of these people who is just like oh i don't put a label on it i don't belong to any particular group he said explicitly i dislike marxism believing it to be based on a false materialism he when he says marxism he means communism the ideas of communism come from the ideas written by the philosopher and polemicist karl marx and he doesn't like how obsessed communism is with material things like all we're thinking about is the production in this area and the price in this area where's the humanity he says communism's economics do not frighten me but as i dislike it as a substitute for general philosophy and its effect on the mind of its converts is not reassuring i do not believe in its dialectical process he doesn't believe in the way the communism describes our interactions both as human beings and part of groups in society in fact he calls it dreadful bosh loadfold nonsense even if communism were true it would be necessary now to admit the process has continued past the point at which marx said it would stop for militant communism called fascism into existence now fascism is producing something that has no name yet the earlier english socialism was the project of middle-class compassion rather than working-class resentment. The men and women who demanded the social revolution did not do so because they were trying to compensate for some deep-seated feeling of inferiority. They were not moved by vindictiveness disguised as a reforming and crusading spirit. There is much to be said in favour of this earlier socialism. The value you give to freedom depends on your temperament. I place a high value on it myself because by temperament, though not by conviction, I am strongly individualist, independent and perhaps a trifle wayward in practice though not in theory. I hate the herd instinct. I dislike processions, mass meetings, and the military way of life. I don't want a leader myself, and I don't want to be anyone else's. I sympathise with people who won't fit into a pattern. I would rather do without motorcars than work myself in in a mass production factory. I am depressed and not exhilarated by the spectacle of 5,000 persons drilling together. Priestley wrote that in the late 1930s. For him, then, because language means nothing without context, Next. communism would be linked in his mind with russia with what was going on in stalin's russia which ain't that pretty to say the least we're talking famine poverty uh we're talking the show trials purges random executions he is not in favor of that he's also seeing the rise of fascism he's seeing the nazi party become active in germany he's seeing like the courting the nazi courting of big business and he's not that happy about what capitalism is doing either what he wants then is for the community to look after itself Priestley is a very very patriotic person not patriotic in the like why are lads brexity kind of way but he genuinely believes in the good of england like english people are good and he's proud of where he comes from the socialism he envisions then is me in my cake shop making sure all my customers have enough cakes should they want them maybe giving a discount to old people maybe giving my stale cakes to charity maybe making sure i get paid a decent wage by my employer and knowing safely that that won't be violated he wants to make sure that we are treated equally and that is not dependent on our social class or where we're coming from this idea that we all look after each other thus and Death My Ram. Slightly shorter episode, but I really, really felt this needed to be clarified. Next week, so I was throwing around terms like middle class, working class, like they're confetti. Next episode I'm gonna be talking you through quote unquote the english class system again it's a thing people drop when they're teaching when they're in exams when they're talking about stuff the british class system They're middle class blah 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 no 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 let's actually go into that what does that mean what are we doing here and I guess you got that. All well, that fun to look forward to next week. Look at you guys. I have been Str eight Talk English on Twitter, straighttalkenglish.co.uk. You can click on forward slash books or forward slash support, depending on what you want to get out of our interaction. And I will be back at you next week to talk about the class system. <laughs>